This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. Thank you, Chuck Morrison. And Mr. Jonathan, by my side, hi everybody, I'm David Garofalo, and welcome to the Cigar Authority Saturday, March 12, 2011, who am I kidding? This week, the guys from Cigar Think Tank, <laughs> the guys from, we're not live again, folks. I can't stand it, I, I want to be live, I want to be. He wants to be live, we hate basketball. Oh Just my saying. God, we, we, we've been bumped by, uh, what is it, B.C., BU. BU? I'll, I'll okay, tell you BC, this. BU. I don't care. I don't like being bumped. That's right. But uh, anyway, we're taping a show right now for Saturday, March 12, 2011. So we're going to make believe like it's Saturday, March 12, 2011. This week, the guys from the Cigar Think Tank will join us. And Fit True's personal trainer and my polar opposite friend, Tim Pierce, <laughs> will be here as we smoke some new cigars, some pre-releases we're going to try today. Also uh, known as the anti-Dave. That's right. And uh, we're going to try new cigars that uh, have not been tried before and uh, a lot more coming up this week on where, the Cigar where did you? Uh, where did you get those cigars? I have. This, the show's catching on. They want us to have these special cigars before they come out. They want us talking about it. They, we're starting to get. It took a while. It's it almost did. a year. But I think uh, this is starting to catch on, so believe it or not. I was, I was at your March Madness sale, which was absolute madness. It should be called March Ridiculous Madness or something <laughs> yeah. more than madness because it was unbelievable. So I'm here, and I didn't expect to see all the cigar reps here. Oh, why wouldn't they? And oh. they, I met three cigar reps that who knew who I was, and I had I'd never met them before. How cool is it that? Was pr- it was pretty awesome. You're going to be somebody in the cigar business. I'm somebody. You better learn your stuff because I they're going to know who you are. somebody. You are. Um, okay, four stations picking us up, and once again, we have been uh, bumped on some of the stations. Some of the stations were on Saturday right now, and some of the stations have bumped us off because of the Big Ten basketball uh, college crap that's going on, bumping the Cigar Authority. This is insane. But anyway, uh, so it's on at weird times uh, this week, and hopefully, hopefully next week we go back to live. I like live. I want the excitement. I want the adrenaline. No, don't make mistakes. It's, we're actually live. This takes away the edge because we could, we could stop. We can make mistakes. We do it all the time. Yeah, we, we make just, mistakes and we don't. We just make Chuck fix it. That's it. <laughs> so uh, four stations. Uh, one of them is WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. And some folks are actually watching us really live live. And the way to do that is Justin.tv. And you can watch the old shows on there along with podcasted on podbeam.com and iTunes. We're on iTunes. And for 
anybody to want to ever see any old episodes or, or a podcast or anything, we put everything together on the CigarAuthority.com. So it's there for you, and you can check out anything you want at any time. Dave's a little bit of a collector of Cigar Authority episodes. In fact, you even have the pilot show. The original show cool. you have up there, and it's uh, Nick Perdomo called in. That's right. As a personal favor. And uh, got nothing out of it because the show never aired. You told him it would never air, and he still was gracious enough to call in. Yep, yep. So uh, how do uh, we get that on the air? We don't. Well, we are truly missing a show. We are missing a show. Yes, we are. We are missing the, the lost episode the of original Jesus, Jesus Fuego. Jesus Fuego oh, yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, this first cigar we're going to light up is E.P. Carrillo. You know that brand, E.P. Carrillo, the uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the guy that brought us La Gloria Cubana many years ago. He is the godfather of boutique cigars, and he sold the company off. He stayed with them for 10 years, and then he finally fled and went on his own with his family, his son and his daughter, and they produce E.P.C. cigars, E.P. Carrillo cigars. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, and he's known as a full-body guy, stronger cigars, uh, his, oh, you know, Glory Cubana, when it first came out, that was the, the top of the strength meter at the time. And he uh, actually talked to me last time he was up here, and he says, what do you think about a shade-wrapped cigar, something milder? Well, I'll tell you, uh, the milder cigars are the biggest-selling cigars. It's about Absolutely. 80% of the people It's smoke- the bottom of the pyramid. Yeah. It, uh, 80% of the people smoke milder cigars. It's not the stuff, as we see, that gets the big ratings in the cigar magazines. The bloggers don't talk much about it. But as a retailer, and that's what I am, a retailer, there's two kinds of cigars. Those that sell and those that don't. The mild cigars sell, and they sell like hell. And uh, we'll see what this does. I said to him, without even smoking the cigar, it's a good-looking cigar. First time I'm ever going to smoke it. I said, I guarantee you it's going to be your best-selling cigar. The problem is it's not going to get the big ratings. It's not going to get everybody talking about it. But we'll talk about it Absolutely. because I can appreciate a mild cigar. I'll tell you, on the pre-light, just pulling a little, a little drawer on this, I'm getting uh, raisins uh, but made from uh, green grapes, not, not the other grapes. Uh, the you never let ones. down. You never let down. It's got to be a little odd thing. Green grape raisins. Why is that is this an such odd a thing? thing? If that's what it tastes like, that's what I'm going to say. Is this such a like. thing? Yeah, golden raisins. Oh, golden raisins. Okay. They come that's from what they are. Those are from the green grapes. So if you were drinking wine, it would be the white wine of green grapes. Actually, all wine, when it's pressed originally, is white. The way that they get the color in the wine is boy, they put Boy, the, that's wrong. No, it isn't. Yeah, that's wrong. No, it, you're wrong. You are wrong. So in order to Respect get the color. my authority. <laughs> respect my authority. In order to get the, the, the deep you colors that they get, they put the Yeah, that's wrong. They put the grape skins back in. Yeah. Grape I'm an Italian American. I've been making wine my whole life. My feet are still purple from the old days. It's You've never stepped on a grape in your life. I, I have, can't believe you're pretending. <laughs> I have grape crushing machine. I made wine with my family. It was part of the growing up thing. I actually know for a fact that you are not in possession of your grape-crushing machine. That's right, but you know I have one. (laughs) I do know you have one. And look at the picture and look at the color of the grapes that are in there. All wine is made from... See, the thing about the Cigar Authority is we have to have our facts correct. Yes. That's the key. But we're not the wine authority. I'm allowed to get facts wrong if I need to. So so you admit you have made a mistake. I do not admit anything. You have made a... I, I am certain you have made a mistake. I'm not guessing. 
I am certain you, you made are, a mistake. You are typically right when you're right. So. Oh, God. I love being right anyway. So, as I said, this show, uh, unfortunately, is taped. Boston University men's basketball will air uh, their conference championship um, at 12 o'clock. So, if, you, if you're tuning in. And Do we even know when we're going to be on, on whatever station bumped us? I don't know. I hate It's very this. confusing. It's confusing. We don't even know. Therefore, the, the opportunity is, you know, say they're airing us at 10 o'clock at night instead right now. It's a new audience that never heard us before. Sure. So don't turn the channel right now because you're saying, what the heck is this? Uh, Good save. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you know what you just did, and I love it, man. You just Caught turned an adversity into an opportunity. Yeah, there's oh, an opportunity here. we got a Making Mountains Move podcast starting Dave right at the same time. Dave is making lessons, Making Mountains Move. Making Mountains Move. <laughs> there is oh, a possibility yeah. of new, 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 new listeners, audience. man. Come on in. Come on and join us in our normal time slot, which is normally on Saturdays from 12 to 2. Right. And hopefully next week we will be live in Nashua, correct? Right. Beautiful. There's a commercial right there. So for the first time listening on, what is the show all about? When you go into a cigar store, you see a bunch of guys sitting, in the, sitting around the cigar store. This is what they're doing. They're talking about this, except they're not, they don't have microphones <laughs> attached to their heads and headphones Actually, on. Actually, when I wear mine to sit down <laughs> in the cigar lounge, people look at me a little bit funny and they don't talk to me much. Oh. So this is it anyway, and, you know, we bring in some guests and we talk. Uh, not only are we talking about the cigar we're smoking right now, but we're talking about events of the day and things that have happened, good and bad. Speaking of things that have happened, can I ask about March Madness? Yeah, March Madness um, is something we uh, – this is uh, – we're operating a two-guys smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire right now. Uh, it's a retail cigar store. We have to do the show at a cigar store because we have to smoke, so that's what we do it. Happens to be coincidentally, I own the place, so it's it's good advertising and, it works. and promotion. And actually, you walk in the store right now, and this is, uh, you walk into a radio show happening. So it's pretty cool anyway, and we're having fun doing it. Well, each year, starting probably 17 years ago, we do a thing called we used to do a thing called March uh, Midnight Madness, and it was because we opened uh, all day and we stayed open till midnight. It was a way of reducing inventory to pay the tax van, mm. and. Uh, we found out one year that we owed uh, six figures for taxes, and I, I didn't earn nearly close to six figures. And I said, how do you pay six figures when you didn't earn six figures? <laughs> and the answer was inventory, because it's an S-corporation. It's, you know, we had Andy Nelson on. Yeah, uh, yeah you, got, you guys had an enthralling conversation about hey. that. Did you guys do your taxes, by the way? I actually can't get those five minutes of my life back. It's unfortunate. Well, you're dealing with an accountant, and that's what it is. He's, he's <laughs> dealing with Andy's. an accountant, you were into it more than he was. Because he I'm the guy that pays the bill at the end. I, I understand. You've got to sit through one of them. You want to sit through an interesting thing, sit through when we go through that thing. It's, I, I have left my own office. I have I've, walked out of my own store. I've been outside the office when I've known you've been in there at a meeting, and you walk out and you slam the door, and I'm like, Andy's still in there. What? Is, he, is he crying? Is he I hurt? have left him. So... That's what it came down to, and, and uh, we need to reduce inventory and turn it into cash. So we did something called Midnight Madness. We stayed open until midnight. We ran specials on every single thing, and it's much like um, the brides that go to that big sale every year and, and hundreds and hundreds of people turn out and, and rushing in the place. That's what it's like, and, and it's all guys, and it's for all cigars. But I'll tell you, I can't even believe it each time. I live through it each year, and, and each year it gets bigger and bigger, and we certainly do – Six figures and more in one day. It's Chuck, just crazy sales. Would you like to know who the selling superstar was of March Madness? I would love to know. I would love that, too. Who was that? The Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> Explain. Here's what happened. I came in. Yeah. I was looking dapper. I got my, you know, my Nantucket red jacket on. I got a hat. 
I'm looking like Mr. Jonathan looks. Million bucks. I'm passing out cigar authority cards. I'm shaking hands. Maybe about twenty thousand. I'm like <laughs> no, not quite a million. I'm yeah. a, I'm a celebrity, and uh, people keep coming up to me saying, "Do you work here?" And I kept saying no, and I'm dishing him off. Well, this one guy comes up and says, doesn't ask me if I work there. He just starts talking to me about cigars. So I'm talking to him, and he's talking about a certain brand of cigars that's terrible, and we're not going to talk about Onyx. And then so I bring him, <laughs> I, I bring him into the humidor to show him the, in quotes, Onyx cigars. And on our way, we happened to walk by a cigar that was better, every cigar. And <laughs> I, uh, I start doing my little spiel, and... I actually took the box of cigars out of his hand that he had. Wow. That's the you one he did. wanted to buy. It's wow. true. And I put two boxes in his hand of another cigar. That he and then, wanted them to buy. And then. And he did. And he did. <laughs> and then he says, well, you know so much about cigars, which. You do. You're I the authority. But You're getting there. I said, uh, is there anything else that you recommend? And we happen to be walking by the Garofalo cigar. So I actually personally don't, I don't care for it. Dave likes it, but. It has his name on it. He should like it. <laughs> so I say, you know, you should try this. Lo- you know, lots of people like it. You know, give this a try. It's in your flavor profile. Mm. And he grabs that. On the way out, I also sold him a lighter and a humidor what? bag. What? Bam. I was upselling the dude the whole way out of the store. The reps couldn't even believe it. You weren't upselling him. You were selling him what he wanted and what he needed. You didn't do a bad thing. You did a good thing you for him. You were meeting his needs. That's I love right. it. That's right. You did. I, I, awesome. I think I think it's, neg- it's negative sounding when you say you upsold a guy like you gave him something he didn't need or want. You gave him exactly what he needed, he wanted, and he left with a smile on his face. I gave him customer service. Oh, that's yeah. right, <laughs> which is a lost art for sure. So, uh, so okay. how late did you get? You guys were here till ten. Till ten. We call it March Madness now because we got a little older, and you know, midnight is late, and I usually like to be in bed Plus by ten after o'clock. After ten o'clock, the only people coming in the store are lunatics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Right. Right. But it was awesome, and it, it once just like a Band-Aid, boom, it paid the taxes off, and it's over, and a uh, little bit of pain, but not bad. But it's, it's not only uh, doing that good for me, but it's also a way of saying thank you to our customers. Everything was on sale. Things that doesn't need to be on sale are on sale anyway, and it's a little thank you to them. And it's, it's the beginning of spring. It starts, this is cigar smoking season, actually starts that day, as far as I'm concerned. And... Uh, it was good, and everybody looks forward to it. And when people say, when's the next sale? The next sale is the first Friday in March. It's March Madness. That's when it is, and that's, that's it. So save up or whatever and uh, double up and buy up or whatever. But people, uh, the average uh, ticket was up for sure, which is a good sign of the economy that the, the people are spending more money, which is good for everybody. Yeah. So interesting stuff anyway. I'm actually going to channel all of my money away from my gas tank and into my oh, humidor. God. Good luck so, with that. Yeah. yeah. That's getting bad. Well, I got some terrible news for you. On Wednesday, I got a call from Tom O'Hearn from uh, Perdomo Cigars, who comes up from the, the March Madness sale every year. He called on Wednesday, and he said, uh, I'm not feeling good. I didn't speak to him. Uh, Mike Havey actually uh, took the call, and he said, I don't feel well, and uh, I don't, uh, I'm not going to make it Friday. So they told me, and I said, wow, he must be really sick because he's here every single year. Um, Tom is the guy with the beard and the mustache from Perdomo Cigars, uh, 62, 63 years old. Nice, nice guy. He's been in the business for a lot, a lot of years. And actually known as a hard worker. It's oh, not- yeah. He, he's, uh, he handles all New England and upstate state New York. And uh, I said, wow, he must be really sick to say he's not coming because he's the first one in here. He stays all night. He can't wait for it. He's very excited to do it. Um, during the day on Friday, which was March Madness, I get a call from Nick Perdomo, and he says, uh, Tom is doing really bad. I said, geez, he called uh, 
48 hours ago. He said, well, he called from the hospital to tell us he wasn't coming. And I said, what, what's, what's the matter? And he says, he has pneumonia. And I said, oh, my God, I hope everything's all right. He says, well, about 85% of his lungs filled up. They had to put uh, something uh, to breathe for him. They've induced him into a coma, and they med-flighted him out. And the things aren't looking good. And Tom has, over the years, he's had a lot of health problems. Uh, he had a kidney replaced some years ago. And uh, he says, it's not looking good. Well, by 2.30 in the afternoon, I get the phone call, and we lost Tom. So uh, Tom O'Hearn, 63 years old, of Salisbury, a good friend of the industry. Um, He spent his his life in the cigar business um, from working at David P. Ehrlich's uh, in the 70s uh, after he got out of the Air Force all the way through. uh, He worked for CAO. He worked for a company, Brick Hanauer, here in Massachusetts, a wholesale company, and uh, uh, most recently with Nick Perdomo for the past seven or eight years. And he was a good, good man and a friend of everybody. I, I met with a, a lot of the retailers in New Hampshire yesterday. Nobody has a bad word to say about Tom. And uh, Tom never had a bad word to say about anybody. So uh, he will be missed. He's, a, he's sure. another good man. Uh, it's a shame. Um, our best to his uh, wife, Barbara. And uh, as, a, as we said, this is a tape show on Saturday at 3 o'clock. Um, they, there is going to be a mass for him. Um, again, I don't know when the show is going to air, but um, the Mass is at the Hope Community Church, 11 Hale Street in Newburyport, Massachusetts. Um, that is Saturday, this Saturday, March 12th, which uh, should be today as, as uh, we're on the air. It is at 3 o'clock at Hope Community Church, 11 Hale Street, Newburyport, Mass. Uh, I will be there. I know I'm picking Nick Perdomo and uh, um, Arthur Kemper from his... Uh, from Perdomo Cigars at the airport at at 10 in the morning. There's people coming in from everywhere to show their respects. If anybody wants to do it, we'll see you there. Uh, Once again, it's Hope Community Church, 11 Hale Street, Newburyport, Mass. And um, that's it. There's not going to be a uh, wake or anything. It's just a church service. And uh, my my heart goes out for his wife, Barbara, who uh, he was everything to her. And we're going to see what we can do to help her uh, financially down the road coming up with some ideas so Absolutely. hate to bring up some sad news but uh good good man and uh he'll be missed very much um we actually had plans of having him uh on the show in april which uh obviously isn't going to happen so sorry to bring up bad news but uh had to be said it does have to be said it had to be said so anyway uh that's that interesting show we're going to have today uh the guys from cigar think tank and fit true personal trainer Tim Pierce is here. He is not going to be happy with what I have to say, but it's not his fault. It's my fault. I know that. <laughs> I'll just prelude this, this the beginning of this uh, ugly segment that's coming up uh, next hour anyway. <laughs> it's not going to be good. What do we have on uh, cigar smoking uh, may cure Alzheimer's? What? Even though there's no T in the word Alzheimer's. but So, yes. so pr- help me pronounce there's that. <laughs> Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Yeah, just like it's written. Okay. Um, cigar smoking may cure. It may cure Alzheimer's. Okay. How is that? We're going right into it? Right into it. That's quite a segment, but we only have like 30 seconds. All right. We'll, break. Sa- we'll save it then? We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll talk okay. about I'm how. I'm curious. Curing we've, Alzheimer's. Yeah, we've, curing it. We've piqued your interest. So it's for up. sure. That, that's what you call a tease oh, in the industry. Oh, we learn. We learn slow, but we learn. <laughs> Okay, we're enjoying the E.P. Carrillo Connecticut Shade Cigar. We'll come back to that. 
along with the guys from Cigar Think Tank, This Day in History, Tim Pierce, and lots more. So stick around. We'll be right back on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran. Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophane in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with Ichiban wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing, it's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Okay, we're back on the Cigar Authority. Hi, everybody. If you're just joining us, this is the Cigar Authority, which is a weekly show that's on for two hours. And it's like when you're going into a cigar store and you see the guys sitting around the cigar store. What are they talking about? This is what they're talking about. Uh, things of the day, what's going on. Along with the cigar they're smoking, we're smoking the E.P. Carrillo Connecticut Shade Cigar, the new one that uh, has not been released yet. But what do you think so far? I'm digging it. You digging it? I'm digging it. Mine went out. I have to relight it, but Uh-oh. so far, so I like the mild cigars, Dave. You know, so I'm a sucker for it. Well, I wouldn't. In, I wouldn't really call this a very mild cigar, though. This is not like what you'd expect 
it looks it looks a lot like it's going to be a macanudo, and it doesn't pack macanudo flavor. Right. Or it's, it's um, I, and I don't know the makeup of it. They didn't tell us a lot of it. It's 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 without a doubt it's uh, Connecticut Connecticut shade, but um, the filler in it, uh, who knows what it is, and they'll get that information, or or maybe they won't tell that information. Who knows? But they're nice enough to send us some samples in advance of it, and uh, my guess is it's going to sell very well. So we'll see about that. So uh, on the phone with us right now, I think we have Matt. Ian, Mike, or Matt, or Mike from the Cigar Think Tank. Are you on the phone? Hey, guys. It's actually Matt today. Mike uh, couldn't join us. He's uh, still in Japan and wasn't able to connect up. Okay, Matt. Thank you so much for joining us. First, thank you very much for your, your service to this country, and thank you for all the things you do for our servicemen and women out there, which is a big part of what I think the Think Tank is all about. But uh, tell us about what the Think Tank is about. Yeah, so exactly what we are is we're just a group. Um, we started out as a local um, consultant for some local uh, B&Ms here in Florida, so just helping them out get through some of the rough times with uh, giving them some marketing help and social media marketing and kind of bringing them into the, the next generation with some stuff. And then we were sitting around one day and decided that, you know, why don't we do something good? So we started the Cigars for Service Members Foundation, uh, awesome. which actually we put collection boxes and a lot of, We've got 13 retailers across the state of Florida that collect cigars for us. So guys go into the stores, buy a cigar for themselves, drop one in one of our ammo cans, and then we box those up and send them overseas to guys who are deployed. So it's been a really good program. We've been going for about six months now, and it's been over uh, 1,000 cigars over to guys that are deployed. Um, and it's just going really good. And it's cool to put a personal spin on it. As we all know, we all like to get gifts. So anything that we can send over, we... You know, if it comes from a local shop in Florida and we can put those patrons' names on there that donated, it really means a lot to those guys over there. That's awesome. That is so great that you do that. So you're a consulting firm for helping brick-and-mortar stores, which is great. Is that to help brick-and-mortar retail cigar stores or any store? Um, it's surely retail cigar stores. I mean, we're, you know, we love smoking cigars, and that's really how this started was uh, the Cigar Think Tank came about because we were sitting around in the cigar store one day just talking with a couple of our friends and uh, kind of turned it into a business. So, you know, I mean, that's, our whole goal is really to help those local shops that we found ourselves, you know, being patrons of anyway. Right. You know, we saw that they, they needed some help. And I'll tell you what, the cigar business is one that's still pretty old school and it's family-based, and that's what we love about it, and we wanted to give them some help. Sure, and you got a, a lot of uh, old dudes like myself that uh, don't understand the <laughs> Internet too well. And, uh, you know, uh, I see on here event uh, planning website design and uh, mobile apps. And, you know, you, you, you talk to some of the retailers out there, and they'll look at you like a deer in their headlights when you, when you talk about this. Speaking of mobile apps, uh, Matt, you and I were talking on the phone, and you mentioned that you were coming out with uh, an app for iTunes. Yeah, we actually um, are working on an app for uh Right now on the iPhone platform, which, you know, would work on any Apple OS sure. device. Um, our, our target to launch it will be at the um, IPCPR this summer. Um, it might come out a little sooner than that, but that's our, our deadline for it. And what it's going to be is it's going to be an app that's going to help you and me as a local consumer. Um, I travel a lot, and anytime I travel, I always want to know where the closest cigar store is to me so I can go sit down and have some place to smoke, which... Uh, becoming pretty hard these days so what the app's going to do is actually going to give you the closest cigar stores to you in that area so you can go and they'll tell you if they have wi-fi and whatnot which helps me out a lot when we're traveling and doing business you know to be able to sit down and kind of turn my local cigar store into a mobile office 
Absolutely. That's now, it. what uh, so, how, what what kind of process is it to develop an app? Is it is it a pain in the neck? Is it something that you had to do some some real research on? Um, it's it's a lot harder than what we thought when we started. <laughs> so it's one of those things where um, we both had pretty good knowledge. Uh, you know, Mike of the mobile industry with some of his background, me with marketing and planning with my stuff. So put our heads together, came up with a lot of research, and uh, found out it's not quite as easy as you think to get an app made, especially when it's the first time you've ever done something. Right. Um, there's nothing like this out there in the market. So when we kind of put in for the, the patent and everything on it, you know, it, it takes a lot to do it the first time. We're hoping it gets easier on that. We've done some smaller things for local stores that are a lot easier, but this on a, on a worldwide scale because it's truly going to be an international app. Wow. Um, pretty, pretty tough. Cool. Yeah. So do the stores themselves have to seek you out in order to get on the app, or is it something that you are searching database after database to find the stores to be able to add them? We're, we're searching through database after database, and that's truly our, wow. um, I guess, our philosophy of making sure that we can help out the local business person. You know, I mean, we, that was really how why we started this thing, and we wanted to stay true to that. Um, so with that, you know, we, we didn't want to charge anyone to show up on a list because we thought that, you know, there's a lot of Internet searches out there. That's how they make their money, and that wasn't our goal. You know, we, won't, so we won't mention Google by just, name. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wasn't going to call them out. But, yeah. You know, so, I mean, you, that's what I do, Matt. I call them out. That's, that's my right. job. <laughs> right. You know, so that, that wasn't where we were going with this. So, you know, we wanted it to be something where we could try to make it as – inclusive as possible, which is one of the things we're going to do at the convention over the summer is just, you know, set out and try to talk to as many people as possible to make sure we didn't miss anyone, you know. And so, you know, we're, we're in partnership with the CRA and some groups like that that, you know, are definitely out there and have, have good databases themselves and are willing to, you know, help yeah. out in a project like this. So you're basically going from an industry that hasn't changed in 200 years at all. Right. <laughs> you're taking the, right. the oldest industry and you're bringing it up. All, just in one fell swoop, you're bringing it up to uh, current technology. I dig that. Yeah, that's what we're. That's what we're yeah, that's exactly what we're trying to do. Um, and like I say, that's why it's been kind of a headache, as you can imagine. But you it's, know, it's, it's going to be good, good in the long run, and that's really where we started out. And like I say, you know, that's that's where we want it to be, and uh, we're going to get there. And we've gotten a lot of support from different, uh, you know, manufacturers out there in the industry, and. You know, I think once we put the product in their hand, they're going to understand it a little more. So yeah. that's, that's well, really where we're at so now. Many, so many cigar stores are literally still owned by mom and pop who are now grandma and grandpa, and they wouldn't understand what an app is. You know, they, we, we understand it's short for application hey, for Matt, I've been, iPhone. I've been <laughs> trying to get the manufacturers for 26 years to apply a barcode. You know, you get you get an apple that has a barcode on it, and it, it's been 26 years to try to get this happening, and it's been a slow process. I mean, all right, we'll put it on the tube, and there's a few people that put it out, but they let me tell you, the resistance in this industry is unbelievable to try to go hey. forward. Yep. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I, I Believe me, I, I understand 100% of where you're coming from because that's a lot where we are too, but I'll tell you, you know, you'll see some – some companies are catching on faster than others, and I think it's going to be one of those where, you know, I won't say people are going to get left behind, but it really is a changing um, it's a changing economy, and it's a changing market, and I think that's where we're, you know, coming in at the right time to really try to help some folks. 
Good. It's a, that's nice. And, and, and on our show ourselves, uh, we're always touting the brick-and-mortar stores. Without it, um, we're going to lose something big time. I know you can probably go out there and find the cigar for a, a few pennies cheaper here or there or something. But by all means, support your local brick-and-mortar store. Uh, without them, you're going to be really sorry. They, they are the people that launch every single brand. They're the people that brought us to the, to the dance, and uh, that's the most important thing. And it's great you guys are doing it. I have watched uh, your video podcast for some time now. It's a, it's a laid-back, relaxed uh, way of doing things, and uh, you actually pause in between, and you, you make it all the way through the cigar, which is, which is pretty interesting. Uh, what are some of your favorite cigars that you smoke? Uh, you know what? That's, it's interesting you ask that question because I think it changes all the time with all the new things that are coming out. Um, you know, I'd say my, my go-to cigar over the last year has really been uh, the Jaime Garcia by my father. Um, wow. That's one of those that I pick up and smoke all the time around the house. And but I think favorite, a real man. you know, I think you go to the Padron sixty four. I think that's you know the Diplomatico or something like yeah, that. Those are really my or the celebratory type cigar. But you know, I think it to me personally, cigar smoking is kind of a mood thing. Right there we go. And depends, you know, and it just depends on you know when I come home from work or I'm driving home from work and I'm smoking a cigar. It's really to relax and decompress from the day. And that's, you know, so it's just kind of whatever mood I feel in. I can go from, I'm primarily kind of a full-bodied smoker. Yeah, you know, no kidding. On the day, I might pick up <laughs> something else, you know. Yeah. yeah. We, last week we did the uh, Jaime Garcia, um, the big, thick torpedo yeah. one that just came out, the 64 ring gauge. And uh, we, we actually knew that uh, Chuck, our producer, was going to need the puke bucket right next to him. So <laughs> we, just, we didn't wait for it. We just had it sitting next to him immediately. Boy, that was a tough one for us. And, and I'm primarily a milder cigar smoker. I smoke everything and stuff. But that one, uh, you're a full-body cigar smoker for sure. Can, can you appreciate mild cigars? No, I can. And I, I think that's where you have to be careful about what order you smoke things in, too. I mean, there's some days when, you know, we'll – film a couple shows in one day and we're very careful about making sure that you know you do the milder one before so you can really enjoy the the flavor and taste of that before you move on to something else sure but i think that's one of those things where you see guys sometimes inside in a cigar store and you you watch the 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 way in which they smoke and what they put in front of another one and you know by that third one there's no way that they could taste anything right you know that, that, that's what i that's what so. i think the problem is with some of the major cigar magazines go ahead <laughs> cigar ads aficionado yeah um that that's they can only give high ratings to full-bodied cigars which drives me crazy because there's great mild cigars out there but anyway I'm, I'm looking at your bio right now and uh we have a lot of things in common for one thing uh uh your favorite movie is the godfather but uh you cheer for the boston red sox why is that well so if you want the true story behind the red sox being a red sox fan is that uh my ex-wife's family is all Yankees fans. Oh, so, uh, so there's, nice. there's reason enough right there. <laughs> Love it. There we go. That's awesome. That's Love awesome. <laughs> so, you know, there, there you go. That's the, that's the root of it. So. Love it. <laughs> Uh, you, you do something called the unwritten cigar rules, which I like very much. And, and is that something that just keeps getting added on and added on to? It does. And it's something that, you know, we kind of got away from over the last uh, few episodes and stuff. And we're going to bring it back in our next one. And, uh, that was, you know, and truly that was kind of our nod to kind of help out the first time. You know, you see a lot of people that come into the, you know, local shops, and you can tell the guy right away that probably has never picked out a cigar before, but he doesn't really want to, as we all know, we're guys, doesn't want to come up and say, ask questions. 
so that was kind of our way to kind of give people little hints about what not to do, you know, when they come into a cigar shop. You know, if you're going to pick up a cigar and you're going <clears> to <throat> and you're going to sniff it or something, you know, make sure you you open up the cellophane a little bit first because you're not really smelling anything other than plastic. Right. You know, so it was, <laughs> you know, so it was just a, just a way for us to put some little you know little tips out there for people and kind of make fun, kind of make light of it. Yeah. You know, because as we, you know. Is I think everyone learns and kind of it's easier to make a joke about something than it is to, you know, just give someone straightforward, you know, information. All right. Well, we're uh, talking to Matt from CigarThinkTank.com. Matt, we really appreciate you calling in, and we would love to have you guys on again in the future. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And I'll tell you, I heard you guys talking about uh, your Midnight Madness and March Madness here earlier in the shows. I was listening, and uh, something for your listeners out there on Tuesday, next Tuesday, so after they announce all the you know, brackets for the big dance. Well, we're going to have a selection podcast of our own, and we're launching Cigar Madness, which you're going to be able to go on our website and uh, vote for your top cigars. So we're seeding 64 cigars from different regions, and letting people vote on them and uh, see who comes out the big winner of the year. That's awesome. Bracket style like that, and just vote for who you like the best? Yeah, bracket style. So we got four regions. So we did a Cuba region. So we got your, you know, top cigars straight out of Cuba. We've got Nicaraguan smoked, Honduras smoked, and Dominican Republic. Or awesome. Four, uh, are they all four conferences this year? So. Are they all puros from those those regions, or are we talking like Cuban mixed with Nicaraguan and Nicaraguan mixed with Honduran? No, and just... we're we're doing we're doing as pure as we can get. And I'll tell you what, that's pretty hard these days. Absolutely, so, uh, it totally is. A couple, yeah, there's a couple that split into the Honduras bracket that are mixed, but everything else is uh, pretty pure. That's nice. interesting. So we'll just go on the uh, Cigar Think Tank, and we'll see it right there, or is there a special website for that? Yep. No, it's going to be, uh, if you just go to the main page of uh, www.cigarthinktank.com, there'll be a link right down on the front. You'll be able to pull up the bracket and uh, just vote away. And so you'll have to come back and vote each round. I'm not, you know, as fancy as ESPN, but uh, yeah. you'll have to come. So each, each round you can come in and... Uh, you know, vote for all your first-round picks, and then we'll kind of announce the, the guys that moved on, and it'll follow the same kind of schedule over the next couple of weeks as the basketball tournament. So, uh, awesome. We'll, uh, we thought it'd be something fun. We couldn't find anything like it before that, you know, to kind of get guys involved, and uh, hopefully it turns into an annual thing for us. I'd love to see what you peered things up with. I'm, I'm going to enjoy uh, catching that myself. When will that first <laughs> well, – that'll show up right after they, they have the final four or what? Yeah, that's kind of our plan is that it'll uh, just kind of go right along with it and we'll, we'll see how it goes. And I know a couple of our local shops are going to let people print out the brackets and bring them into them and uh, give away some prizes and stuff. But, you know, we're not doing anything like that on a big scale since it was the first time. We just thought it would be something fun and interactive for people to kind of, you know, get on board with. And, uh, yeah, Dave and have, I are on board. Have a little fun board. in the cigar world. We we're, love this we, idea. We love it. We're on board <laughs> for sure. We both look at each other and we're like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Matt, thank you very much for calling in. We're, uh, we're a little bit pressed for time right now. We've got to get into our next segment. But thank you very much, and uh, we'll have you on again soon. That's Matt from CigarThinkTank.com. Awesome. They, thank, they, you. They, thank you, guys. Have a great day. You too. They, they have a great site, and they, their videos are pretty entertaining. They're laid-back guys, and uh, uh, they're, they're doing a good job out there helping the brick-and-mortar stores because uh, it's very important for you guys that are listening in, uh, you may be buying your cigars online to save a few bucks. Uh, I'm requesting that you don't do that. 
uh, go see your brick-and-mortar store. Keep them alive. Things are tough there right now, and you want these guys to survive, these mom-and-pops out there. We are truly the uh, the brick-and-mortar stores are truly the place that launches the new cigars. Uh, they're the go-to people, and usually the, uh, the big-box uh, mail-order companies are the guys that jump on it after it's already built its name and stuff and, and basically take it from there. Uh, they, they do not, uh, for the most part, launch new things. They uh, take proven winners mm. and sell them for a bit less, and that's, uh, that's that game. Uh, I say that in, uh, in uh, truth because I'm a mail-order guy myself also, and I'm telling you, it, it, you know, not good for my mail-order business, but I'm telling you, take care of your brick-and-mortar store. Absolutely. Uh, we need them. We all need them, and that, that goes for any business, you know, not just uh, the cigar business, but anything. Take care of your, your brick-and-mortars. So that's what they're about, and a uh, consulting firm that uh, consults cigar stores. And I'll tell you, that is what's needed because it is a uh, 200-year-old yeah, mom, industry. Mom and pop are still doing it the way their mom and pop did it, and they, and the, it, they were doing it the way their mom and pop yeah. did it, and technology is at the next level. You know, I've been told by, and I, and I sit on a board of directors of some of these organizations. and uh, I've actually I've sat in on a couple of the, uh, those phone calls, and yeah. I, I want to start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is really tough because they don't want to change with the times, and it really ha- it has to be. And, you know, they'll say to me, so do you have a website? And I go, yeah, do I have, do a, do I have a website? You know, <laughs> do you have a fax machine? You know, <laughs> even, even Tim, the personal trainer, who basically all he does for his job is he picks things up. I pick things he, up, put them down. And he puts them down. That's it. Even uh, he has a website. He does a lot more than pick it up and put it down, let me tell you. I'll, <laughs> I tell, you, I'll tell you that personally. Because I cannot wait to have him on uh, in the next hour. All right, it's time for Chuck to get dominated because I put a lot of time and effort into this week's This Day in History. Not going to happen. And I really feel good about today. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling strong. Isn't that what I'm he hoping. said last week, too? Yes, he did. And uh, we'll, we'll see Chuck, if he does you surprised anybody. me last week. You caught me with my pants down. I, I wasn't going as hard as I could. And it was an so ugly scene right there. It was ugly. <laughs> I was embarrassed. Hey, my you wife should actually. Be. Your pants were down. Keep them up because my, it's. My wife made me sleep in the about. guest room for three days. It's punishment. <laughs> well, to, to, to tease this date in history a little bit, to quote Winston Churchill. Do your worst. I'm going to bring my best. There we go. Oh, here we go. And today being this day in history is, is March 12th. That's what That's today what, is. <laughs> That's what we're pretending. Wait a minute. No, it's <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. You messed up completely on there, right? Today is March 12th, the 71st, 71st day of the year. There is 294 days remaining till the end of the year. And today, birthday today in 1931, Billy Buckwheat Thomas. It's his birthday. He died in 1980. American actor Buckwheat from Our Gang, Little Rascals, and other short films. Otay. You Ote, remember him. Baby. Oh, big time. So uh, this is actually the theme from The Little Rascals, but I was just teasing Chuck a little bit because this is not what I'm really playing. Oh, uh, really? Okay. <laughs> this is what I'm playing. A man <laughs> that, of course, that is Eddie Murphy as Buckwheat. <laughs> yeah, that's Eddie Murphy doing Buckwheat on Saturday, Saturday Night Live, that's which right. that was a funny skit in the 1990s. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a little fact about um, Buckwheat. Did you know he was a uh, possible vice presidential running mate to Jimmy Carter? Unbelievable. Shut up. And at the last minute, uh, they chose Walter Mondale, 
but it was uh, it was buckwheat that did. Uh, <laughs> You know, Jimmy Carter, he was the worst, man. If he ever pulled that off, though, he he could have been the best. But it was, uh, yeah, Jimmy Carter uh, was considering, really considering Buckwheat as a vice vice presidential running mate in 1976. But anyway, what do you got, Chuck? I got the same one. It's a draw. Oh, really? Okay. Hang on a second. You just, you have it. Oh. Fair enough. Thought I had you on that yep, one. Yep, okay. So. okay. I was thinking too much like Chuck. <laughs> but in no, fairness, funny now, stuff, you're thinking though. like a winner. That's all right. In fairness, I also had the intro that of you the segment. Using. You can't use two. No, I used two. I win. <laughs> Give myself a point. That's oh, not by the way, that, that is by a the tie. Way, I uh, uh, when Chuck beat me by one point before. Yeah. I I got uh, hit up on Facebook by my boy Rudy, who appreciated. My choice of Johnny Cash song over Chuck's. What? And so Rudy. Rudy, Rudy reduced your score by a point and gave me a point, which is a swing of two. <laughs> so now I'm in the lead for that, that show. Uh, once again, I must say uh, you will respect my authority. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, you lost last week. 1932, Barbara Feldon, American actress and model. You remember her from Get Smart and The Man from Uncle? This is her birthday today in 1932. Oh, yeah. So do you think you see a pussycat you'd like to pet? You start to come on I'm just going to say that this wow. is Barbara Feldon actually singing about Agent 99. Really? Oh, that's very good. I thought you made a mistake and that that was Catwoman. Oh, but you wish. I thought that was a mistake. Which Mr. I was going to tear you apart with. Does but not make mistakes. You know how much I want you. It's the same song. Yep. Are you kidding me? Uh, did you amazing. cheat? Did you That's look at my amazing. list? So how did you lose this one? I mean, how did I lose it? How do I? How did I win this? Oh, one? How, how did yeah. you win this? I one? I played it first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Point for me. Oh man. So should we switch it over and let Mr. No. Chuck, yes. Mr. Chuck go first. No, he gets nothing. He gets nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he is on the board. You know, he can turn your volume right off. He, well, he'll be turning himself off. Oh god. All right. 1940. Today's birthday. It's Al Jarrell's birthday. Alwyn Al Jer- Lopez Jarrell. Born this day, 1940. Now, this song, this song is the theme song for one of my favorite shows growing up. My mom used to watch all the time, starring Bruce Willis. And, um, Which was Moonlight, right? Moonlighting. Moonlighting, yeah. Written and performed by Al Jarreau. Okay, what do you got? Please be the same thing. No, no. So I was looking for songs... And I was doing this with my daughter in the room. She started dancing like crazy to this song. So this is why I made the list. Oh, I love this one. Yeah. I love this song. She was bouncing, man. She's 12 months old. I was like, here's the winner. Go ahead and say it. He won. It's a better I'm song. Say, I'm not going to say he won. Go, go ahead and say it. He knows it nothing. He knows, won't hurt you. He knows nothing about the song. I knew about moonlighting. I knew he wrote... It's, it's about the song. Get your boogie down, baby. It's all right. Go ahead, say it. He won Just one of his out. awards for the one that I played. I don't even know what that song is he's playing. What is that? Oh. Get, my, Get boogie my boogie down. down. So Chuck gets that. Woo. You can say it. Oh. it. It only hurts for a second. Did and you, you mention because I wasn't listening? Did you mention <laughs> that? Uh... <laughs> uh, 
that he um, he was tied for um, seven. Uh, what is it? Grammys? Seven Grammys? Yeah. Tied with Michael Jackson? No, I didn't mention that, but that's true. He's uh, he's big time. He's big time for sure. And Michael Jackson's dead, so all he needs is one more Grammy, and he wins. Michael Jackson can't win, right? Michael Jackson can't win. That's right. 1940, this exact day, Al Jarreau's birthday is also Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Seven, oh, no, that's uh, Al Jarreau. 1945, today is Sammy, Gra- Sammy Gravino's birthday. Also known as Sammy, Sammy the, the Bull. Bull. Sammy the Bull, organized crime figure. The underboss to the Gambino family. Better known as bringing down John Gotti and became an informant. This guy is a rat. Thank you. He is a rat. And uh, that song is called The Lonely Bull. The Lonely oh. Bull? Well, I win. Just mark that down right now. You win. Chuck hasn't even gone yet. How can you guys not play this, Jonathan? This is the Godfather theme. Of course. Oh, it's terrible. I win. No. What? No, that is Chuck's also. He's playing just to the judge because he knows you like the Godfather. Dude, that's un- Which no. I mentioned earlier Rudy, in the show Rudy, that I like The Godfather. Rudy, please and the, give me a point for that one. No. Rudy, Rudy can give, me the give point. it to Rudy, the Gambino crime family. Both of can you get walls. any more Godfather? That's come it. on. That's too, it. That's too, like... No, come no. on. Too, you, you, you're going to fight every one. You never give up any one that you say, <laughs> okay, I lost that one. It that never once, happens. So once in a, a while when it's actually good, I give it up. Well, that's, that's <laughs> better than yours. Well, I was hoping for something about a rat or something. Wouldn't that be... That would have been nice. So, but anyway, 1946, today's birthday in 1946 is Liza Minnelli, American singer, actress. Uh, she's the daughter uh, of the singing uh, and actress Judy Garland. Chuck, did you turn me down? Nope. And her father was Vincent Minnelli, who was a film director. It's Liza Minnelli's birthday today. I think I'm going to take it again. Come on, baby, why don't we play the town? And all that jazz. That's right. All right, that is Liza Minnelli. I know it. I'm too heterosexual Liza. to like it, but I know it. Liza May. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Motherfucker, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's Liza Minnelli. Yes. Liza Minnelli saying yep. things that I'm not allowed to say. That's right. That's uh, James Lipton interviewing her, by the way. That's right. I recognize Inside his voice. the actor studio. Yep. And what do you think? I win. What do you really think? <laughs> Just because he played a swear, you're going to give him a point? It was pretty funny. Hey, it, was, it, it, it fits funny. the theme of the issue. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty it funny. That was good if you can find that. Here's Liza Minnelli saying that. Yes. Yeah. Which was a multiple swear. It was pretty good. Yeah. And Favorite curse word. You know what? We, we have this thing on length. If you could hear the other portion, you know, it was like, you know, what, what's, what makes you mad? And she's like, you know, when people make fun. It was just very G-rated. And then all of a sudden she comes up with that. It was just like, whoa. Oh. Okay. So uh, th- that was on TV? Yeah. Yeah. Inside the actor's studio. That's awesome. So uh, Chuck's winning five to two. <sighs> So I don't know why that gives me happiness or joy. I don't know why either. Because everybody's equal here, but for some reason that gives me joy. Today, 1947, Mitt Romney. Today's his birthday, American politician and businessman. He was the uh, governor of Massachusetts, uh, U.S. uh, president uh, candidate in 2008 and expected to be in 2012. He's got my vote so far. Yes, yes. 1947, Mitt Romney. Go. All right, so... um 
This is the importance of this clip. You're, you're going the to explain. You can't yeah. explain the, <laughs> the clip. The importance of the I've clip I've explained is, it. I, I pulled it off of YouTube because I'm actually in the background. You can see me on the YouTube clip standing behind Mitt Romney taking his picture with my phone. And then later on, I actually had my picture taken with him. Wow, that's awesome. But this is radio. <laughs> <laughs> scale of government down and uh, he, he did a remarkable job as governor I, I could not be more pleased than to have him out here He's talking about Governor Bill Weld from so Massachusetts. Boy, who boy, would that be good if you could him. see it. That would be awesome would, if you could see it. Now, what do we have for uh, audio? Top 10 things you don't know about this man. Number 10. Mitt is short for Mitt you. <laughs> I can't begin my day until I've read the Washington Post and Kim Kardashian's tweets. Yes. I'm the guy in the photo that comes with your picture frame. That's right. <laughs> All right, fine. You win that one. That was really good. <laughs> okay. That was really good. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, I think we have a new guy to do this. When I I said, instead of just having a contest, we just let him do yeah, this. Well, I love doing it. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I was so starstruck by myself on YouTube that I, yeah, I missed the ball be, on that one. And none of us could see it. If you That's put some okay. audio... We still, have, we still have a few more. I can still win this. Okay, yep. it's possible. 1948, today's birthday, is James Taylor, American musician from Boston, Massachusetts. How sweet is that? That's James Taylor all over the place. All over the place. My favorite song by James Taylor, actually. And here's my favorite song by James Taylor. A little bit different, but... Uh, who, who is he married to? Oh, who is he married to? Kali Simon? Yeah. Yesterday morning. Love this song. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Jump in. <laughs> Sing along, everybody. Just yesterday morning. They know. Okay, Mr. Jonathan, better song you had? Yep. Definitely had the better song on that okay, one. Okay, we're going to give right. it to you. Good. As painful as that is for me. <laughs> 1953, today's birthday. It is Ron Jeremy's birthday. American pornographic actor, Ronald Jeremy Hyatt. More than 2,000 films. You know him. Don't make believe like you don't know who he is. And again, this would be better if you could see it, but that's actually Ron Jeremy in action, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually that's a great song. That's actually White Zombie's More Human Than Human, which Rob Zombie and I went to the same high school. We were only a few years apart. Cool. I had his art teacher who he actually donated to the school some of his old art. And it's amazing how wow. both, both of you succeeded to – oh, that was just <laughs> Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan might take this one. We'll see. We'll might. see. Porno music. Porno music's the funniest music. Isn't it porno music? Is that the most funniest music? Unless that's Ron Jeremy talking, you lose that one. Watch out. Hutch. Yeah, I just, I, I, I wanted to go a different direction, but I didn't know. I didn't want to cross that line, so. Okay. I played G-rated. Okay. So 1957, today's birthday. It's Marlon Jackson, American singer and musician from the Jackson 5. No, he's not Michael Jackson, but he is his older brother. Marlon Jackson, today's his birthday. That's right. I don't know. Hmm. Didn't he do his own songs? But this is Jackson 5, I guess. There it is. Michael Jackson singing to Marlon Jackson's uh, 
I actually I missed I missed the part when the thing dropped down a little bit, but the uh, Marlon was the deeper deeper voiced singer in the Jackson Five, and he had a little a little piece there. But it I just went with actual Marlon Jackson, man. He, oh, he actually played a Marlon Jackson song as opposed to Michael Jackson singing. Uh, <laughs> With Marlon Jackson somewhere in the back. Okay, oh, you so might, you might but, have missed that. So little. there isn't there isn't a human alive that could name a Marlon Jackson song. Chuck himself probably could not have found it on iTunes. He had to find some obscure something or hit you up for a forty-five <laughs> yeah. that you never played in the nightclub because it wasn't good. Google is Google great. is unbelievable and it gives you the information. This is Marlon Jackson. That is a win for Chuck so far. Oh my goodness wow. gracious! He plays a B-side of a nothing record. It isn't a B-side. That was his hit song. But you wouldn't know that. His hit song was every song done by the Jackson 5. <laughs> his failure was when he went out on his own. All right, we have uh, you can possibly catch up. It's possible. Well, You're gonna ha- you need three of the next four. There's only four left. Um, this day in history, 1947, Winston Churchill died this day. 1947, today. Never give in. The never give in speech. Very famous. Same thing. Same thing. So we have a tie there. Never give in speech. What else do you do for Winston Churchill? Great cigar smoker. Uh, We can get into that. Uh, Dave, the next one, man. Oh, just YouTube it, folks, listening. Just YouTube what we're going to discuss. There's so many great uh, videos out there. There are a lot. (laughs) This This guy was great. 2001 today. Died this day in 2001 was Morton Downey Jr. Do you remember Morton Downey, television <laughs> talk show host, uh, born in 1933, abrasive and uh, much imitated, right wing. Did you ever wrestle? Did I? Did you wrestle, Jim? Of course I wrestled. You did wrestle? you win anything? I've wrestled and I've been in the business since 1968. How many matches have you had? A couple thousand. He is all over thousand. this guy. Dr. D, sounds like... Uh, I've never heard of him. Sound, you never heard of him? I've never heard of him. Before what he, name he, he was like, he was the original talk show host to throw drama into one of those uh, daytime... Yeah, before Jerry Springer and all those guys. Oh, yeah. It was Morton Downey and Jr. And not afraid, not afraid to take sides. Like, he just was... Yeah. This guy was coming in talking about pro wrestling and talking bad about it and how it's all fake and blah, 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 and they're not real athletes. And then Morton Downey Jr. lights him up. I just played... I have the theme song. I think you got to give it to Jonathan. I'm giving it to Jonathan, and that's very nice of you to say when you give it to him. You take a little up on that. He, he knows yeah, when he was defeated on that. <laughs> I know it won't. Uh, okay, we're running out of time here. Two more to go. 1933, this day in history, the Great Depression. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, for the first time, addresses the nation. The date which will live in infamy. That's actually not the, the right speech. I think he's looking for this, Jonathan. Damn it. That is not the right speech. That is Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. Dave, this is the first one, Fireside Chat. Fireside Chat, which is the first Fireside Chat. I want to talk for a few minutes with the people of the United States about banking. To talk with the comparatively few who understand the mechanics of banking, but more particularly with the overwhelming majority of you who use banks for the making of deposits and the drawing of checks. All right, fine. Give that one to Chuck. Chuck gets it, and this was the, the Great Depression and the first fireside chat today in history that um, Roosevelt told everybody uh, what was going on. 
So uh, in those days, you had to wait for that because there wasn't this type of thing. This day, 1964, New Hampshire Lottery becomes the first U.S. state to legalize lottery tickets in the 20th century, originally known as the New Hampshire Sweepstakes. It's Dean Martin. I love Dean Martin, that's for sure. You're going to get it, Jonathan. All right, play it up, Chuck. Yeah, you got that one. I just said I played this. I want to be a billionaire. Well, that's good, too. And I don't think it really matters anyway, but I actually like Chuck's better. But What a big surprise there. Well, it's true. And I, and I love Dean Martin, but this, that really said what it is. I want to be a billionaire, and that's what the lottery's all about. So once again, uh, well, there is one more. There is one I'll more. give it to you, buddy. It doesn't matter. Girl Scout troop for the very first time was formed in 1912 by Juliet Gordon Lowe. This right, we'll, is their theme song. All right, we'll give you three three points for that. You still lose. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're out of time on this hour. We're coming back in just a few minutes, and we have Tim Pierce from Fit True, personal trainer, my polar opposite, and uh, we're going to uh, not blame him for this mess. We're going to blame me. But we have that and a lot more information coming up. Smoking bands in Honduras, a man fine for smoking in his apartment, and, and lots more stuff going on, plus new cigars. We'll be back in just a minute. Stick around. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. I'm the coolest man that ever walked. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs. Looking to grow your business or increase sales? Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. 
Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep, dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars, and cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors for something sweet. This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. Okay, we're back for hour number two on the Cigar Authority. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining in. And with us is Tim Pierce, my buddy here from Fitru. Don't hate me because I'm a fat guy. Don't hate me. I wouldn't hate you because you're a fat guy. I can't help it. I've been trying. It has not been working out well. Tim has been on the show since the first of the year. And as a personal trainer coming in and talking to me and uh, trying to turn me around, I have succeeded in most of the things I've done in life with the exception of trying to – the battle of the bulge has been – too much for me. <laughs> so I've tried many, many things, and he came up with this great idea that actually I liked very much, which was eat, eating a lot more often yeah. during the day. So I've uh, um, gone into about five meals a day, and uh, I have a serious appetite. It's got to be the problem because uh, the weight isn't coming off. Okay. Um, so you're, you're definitely eating consistently. You like each meal is about the same portion amounts. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot less than it, you know, like a lot of us fat guys, we load up at the end of the night, okay. at the end of the day, and that has been a lot less for me, that I don't load up, and the snacking went away because I'm eating five times a day, which is probably, you know, I'm eating, I would say, probably the, the amount of food I used to eat, okay. but I spread, I've spread it out. Okay. And uh, I was never a big, big junk food eater anyway. 
Um, I'd say, you know, my biggest curse has been the, the carbohydrates because Italian-American with all the pasta and all that. Yeah. Uh, it's always been an issue. Uh, I'd rather eat pasta and bread and, and things like uh, rice and potatoes more than the, the protein part of it. But, you know, trying to, over the past many years, trying to not eat as much of that as possible, you know, uh, thinking twice about uh, loading up the next plate and things like that. So, uh so those are some things, though, that have worked for you, for sure. You've definitely kind of curtailed. Uh, you're not eating sporadically all over the place right. all the time. Right. You're definitely eating more consistently. You're having more planned meals. Correct? Yep. yep. So, I mean, let's, let's hold on to what's working, for sure, and, and, you know, not get completely discouraged. And then you probably have tapped into it. I mean, well, that might be too late. Completely discouraged. Might be too late. There's one part of the homework that I remember from our last show with Tim. Uh, there were a certain uh, group of exercises that he gave you. How are those yeah. exercises working out for you, David? They, they, and I'll admit that, <laughs> that that has not been going good at all. Uh-huh. Uh, by the time I get to the point of it's time to do the exercises, it's, it's the late part of the day. Sure. I've been doing a lot of traveling. I have every excuse in the world. Would you like my excuses? You know the <laughs> excuses. Sure. You know what they are. Um, and, and at least now um, all the traveling things have uh, subsided, and hopefully I have time now to implement the uh, exercise part, which I have not been doing. Uh, there's just been seriously no time to do it. And uh, big guys like us, it's not like, well, just in between at the, at the desk or something, spend a little time to do it. I'm well, going to sweat. Well, you know, you're I'm a, I'm a, you're big a fat busy, guy. busy guy, too, who's, who lives a pretty uh, structured life. I mean, you've got a lot going on. Yeah. You're a busy guy. And, wow, you're going to help him with the excuses. This is yep. great. Well, it's no, the truth. Because, it's well, the no truth. but that's just it. Once you can uh, see exactly what it is that's going on that's causing the problem, then sure. you can start to address it. So uh, getting back to the exercise part. We're going to have to maybe look at how can we structure that in there. Now, I know you're feeling – I can see the look in your eyes. Oh, I don't know. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's tough, and, that, and that's, that's uh, one of the hurdles. But that's why I wanted to emphasize, hey, let's hold on to what you're doing and what's changed already. That it, you know it's healthier for you to be eating more consistently. You said you're, you're, uh, you're, your bloating is gone. You're yep. definitely not eating as much uh, overall as you were. You're not piling it on as much as you were. You're yep. not piling it on at night. And so – Let's take a, lo- a look at um, maybe addressing – okay, let me just ask the question. So have you kind of just fallen off the wagon here nope, in the last few days? Nope, okay, great. No. no, that's great. See? No, if I ever fall off the wagon, we have a serious problem. <laughs> this, I have not been maintaining myself for he, years. He is this the mess that you see is me maintaining. <laughs> if I ever let it go, if, if, if the Russians were coming, holy God, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, I think I could gain 100 pounds if I wanted to. If, if, if I you know, said, okay, I'm just going to throw it all out and I'm going to eat whatever I want, I, I certainly don't. I want to eat a lot more. I want to eat the bad stuff, and I try to stay away from it. And um, all, all that happens to me is I maintain. I stay. That's the best I've had. I, I have not lost a pound. Yeah. Well, again, probably the key then is looking at some of the portion sizes and maybe implementing some of the exercises. And I'll tell you, it, I've, been, I've been piggybacking on Dave's uh, program. Well, that you've, and and that I'll say, you, you know, we had uh, Andy Nelson, the, um, the accountant, right. who, who was on the show when you were on the show. I remember. And he's been doing it. He lost 18 pounds. Really? He's, he's been doing what I'm you down, told me to do. Yeah. He lost I've 18 pounds. I'm down, I'm down 15 pounds just doing what he told you to do. So, but serious? I also obviously I'm a, I'm a problem. The difference, the difference is I found, you know, I work part-time at a gym coaching gymnastics so i found now where i was lazy before and just not lazy but just so lethargic i didn't have the energy to go up and demonstrate skills or 
you know, between classes, maybe bouncing on the trampoline. Now I'm exercising between classes just by goofing around at the gym. I can't help myself now. I'm back to my old because 18 or 20-year-old self where, right. you know, I was ripped then because I had all this extra energy and I was playing all the time in the gym. Now I'm training again. So my, my point before you were on the air and I said, listen, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> I think you have a successful thing. It's just not working on me. Well, I don't want to give up. Okay, I don't want to give up either. I'm not gonna, I won't give up on you. So uh, Don't we, you give we, up on me. We need to tweak, and I need to start exercising. And don't you quit me. No, no, no. These are, I'm not these a quitter. Are, these are two straight men talking to each other right now. Just, <laughs> I'm going to take a second here to light up the next cigar, and Tim, I'm not going to put you through this because I got a feeling this might be a strong cigar. This yeah. is a brand-new cigar. It is not on the market yet once again. It's J. Fuego, which is Jesus Fuego, our buddy that has the cigar of the year right now, 2283. This is, this is the next cigar he's going to come out with soon. This looks like a darker version of... The uh, 2283, or even even like the um, his origin cigar. Is this the same cigar? Yes. Yeah. It's just the leaves are wrapped differently, and so that one has a darker color. Yeah, uh, two, yeah. No, no two leaves are alike. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, novice process. I'm a novice, sorry. Yep. This is called Sangri di Toro. The blood it, of the bull. The blood of the bull. So cool. it, it sounds like it's going to be <laughs> cool. strong. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Uh, he's expecting this out in about a month or so. Uh, he handed it to me, and I asked him if I could have two more so that uh, we could do it on the show, and that's why there's only three anyway. But uh, I got a feeling you wouldn't care for it anyway. Yeah, we would have to move Chuck's puke bucket over next to <laughs> you. Um, Quick he, weight loss program. I, I did hear nothing about it as far as what the makeup of the cigar is, uh, but Blood of the Bull sounds like it, it might be strong, or it should be strong. So I'm glad this bucket's next to me. <laughs> Bring me the bucket. Bring me the bucket. Okay, not to interrupt you. Go ahead. So, so what do we what do we do? What's the next step? How do we uh, move, how do we move on? Well, again, someone who's busy like you, I kind of want to get into your brain there a little bit and find out. Uh, you really what, don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, find out what some of the uh, because uh, find out where some of the excuses are really coming from. And because, it, and my guess is, it, you're you're a busy guy. Therapy session one hundred and one, right here. I hate this part of my job, but yeah, there's a big part of whole uh, no, I got the life coaching. There's going to be hugging. Do. Go in, yeah. go in my drawer upstairs right. in, in the desk, and there's the, the energy bar. So that in between, if I can't get a meal into, it's going to be the energy bar or the powder for, to, to mix the shake, which I've been doing with water yeah, instead good, of milk. Good, good. And um, what else do I have? The, the pre-made shake things, and those are the emergency things. Yeah. Along with that is the you know small turkey sandwich with all the lettuce and all the vegetables in it instead of the steak and cheese or the, yeah. uh, you know, and just just each thing trying to be the better choice of what it is. Now, and actually, w- just from a curiosity standpoint, would a steak and cheese be a good choice because it has the the carbs, the protein, and the fat all kind of built into it as long as you're not overdoing it, throwing mayonnaise on? I would think like okay. a... A good lean steak. I hate the yeah, no, yeah, thought no, of yeah, putting mayonnaise fine. on steak. Oh, speaking of mayonnaise, by the way, we're, we're at our meeting. Tim and I belong to the same business networking group. So we're at the meeting, and this guy, a videographer guy who I only met once, comes in and he goes, the first thing he says to me, oh, Mr. Jonathan, I love mayonnaise. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, oh, yeah, I, I watch the show sometimes, and uh, I heard you guys talking about mayonnaise. I couldn't shut it off. I wanted to call in. 
uh, but he, had, he was listening to a pre-recorded one, yeah. so he couldn't call in and give me a hard time about the fact that he loves mayonnaise, and he actually puts mayonnaise on everything. Oh. Yeah, he did. He was one of my clients, and he, uh, uh, that, that was his uh, fat source of choice. I uh, said, all right, yeah, for, for his entire day, he's, he's yeah, allowed he, his two he, tablespoons, and he, he dips his french fry in it. Yeah, he, whatever. he loved oh, mayonnaise. And I was thinking about him as soon as you said you hated mayonnaise. I said, oh, this guy wouldn't do well with Dave Waldman. I don't eat like that. It's, it's not like, um, you know, some of these guys get, I, I don't know what the name of is, Pralina or, or whatever it is, French fries with gravy and melted cheese oh, on yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. You know, I just want the French fries, a little salt yeah. on them, and I'm fine. Yeah. But, you know, I've never been that kind of crazy eater that I got to pour all this, this stuff on, never eat mayonnaise or anything like that. And it's, I don't know, it drives me crazy. Poutine. It's, poutine, yeah. Some of... Uh, some of the skinny guys I know eat way worse than I do. Yeah. Now, I eat fast. But the part of the thing, too, I think, for you, I'm almost certain, uh, like I said, I want to maybe hear a little more, but I'm almost certain it's going to be just adding in that activity. If you, can add, if you can add in a half an hour, three days a week, yeah. you know, if we can structure it into your schedule somewhere, just... That's it. Starts today. Oh, Starts I love your attitude. Today. No, you never quit. No surrender. Never surrender. Winston Churchill. No, exactly. That's right. So <laughs> I think it is going to be it because there, there was a short time in my life where, where I was a gym rat and uh, got into a different business and, and the mindset was just that. And it was exercise, exercise, exercise. Like you. I mean, it was the most important part of my day. That's what I had to do. Truly, to, nowadays, it's mm-hmm. certainly the least important thing. And uh, I'll squeeze it in at the end if I, if I can, which the answer is I can't. Right. Um, I'm That's why you might need to structure it at the beginning of the right. day. Maybe we could get some dumbbells upstairs, and you could just, while you're on the phone, i got plenty of dumbbells curls. upstairs. You've been up there before. Well, You've okay. seen the group we have up there. There's plenty <laughs> of dumbbells. Just kidding, guys, if you're listening. Just joking with you. But, uh, that, okay, so that's going to be the deal. Yeah. Um, Exercise, got to add that in. Make sure that we're doing step two here correctly. And don't let go of anything that you've done so far. Don't just throw it out. Stick with it. I want to be your success story. I want be, to be your poster child, but it's not working out. Well, there's, there's about eight of us that are following along with your program, and we're all succeeding. Right. So it's good. Right. Well, and, and, and that's the weird thing that, you know, I see that, and I, I, it's not happening to me, and I'm telling you the truth. Uh, if, if I was binging and going crazy, I'd tell you and say, well, here's my problem because you could fix that, whatever's going right, on. Right, right. So it is what it is, and uh, I'm not doing the exercise. So the exercise, which was the last thing you told me to start doing, I did it one day. I didn't love it. You did, you did do it. Yeah, I did how it one day. It? You did no. the whole thing, the yeah. whole thing I gave you out? Yeah. Oh. And, and how uh, was it? It was not good. How it, long did it? <laughs> it was not good. And as I said, it's not something I can do uh, while I'm working and stuff because right. I'm a fat guy and I started sweating. And oh, I didn't. No. I, I, yeah, it was terrible. What are we going to do? He's going to end up bringing in extra shirts. They'll be hanging. No, I'm going to do it before I go to work and, and do all those. I can do them all at home. I mean, I, don't, yeah. I need no equipment. This is a Jacqueline type of thing yeah. that you use what you have. And uh, I'll do it. We'll see what happens. And the next time you have me on, I'll say, hopefully, geez, I lost 10 pounds. That was the missing element. Maybe that's the missing element. And, and uh, I know when, when I was doing the, the, the working out many, many years ago, this is 25 years ago, I ate a huge amount of food yeah. and lost weight. So now but you were I'm working eating. out like a monster too. Probably. Yeah, 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 yep. So uh, is it? Would it be beneficial to jump on the treadmill and just do like a mile of walking? 
at a yeah. medium pace? I'm sure it will be. Do you have a treadmill? I have a treadmill. I can have you, all the equipment. I could open a gym. You do. Can wow. you put Can you put the treadmill like in front of the TV? I'm sure it's already in front yeah, of the it TV. It is downstairs in the basement. Yeah, then just watch watch the news or whatever, and just go for a walk. Dave, I can know. I give you some advice? Please you can smoke a cigar while you're doing it. Tim, and you might like this too. I'm sure you guys apply to this. Like for me. Going to the gym is it's a struggle. You know, sometimes I just focus on the pain elements, the process of going in and yeah. the intense workout, blah, blah, blah. What works for me, what motivates me is to think about the end result, to think about how good I'm going to feel afterwards, why I'm doing it. So my advice to you is to don't focus on the whole process of like, oh, my God, I have to go work out. Think about how you're going to feel afterwards from doing it. That's what works yeah, no, for me. That, that's absolutely correct. A lot of people, I'm, I'm – I use They're that same sales approach on my wife, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I've closed many a deal with that exact pitch. Yeah, dude. That's awesome. I'm different. I actually like the pain. I, I do. I, I look forward to the whole process. I love every bit of it. But and I recognize that 90% of, most, 90% of the people don't, and all of my clients don't. That's yeah. why they've ended up hiring me. And so sometimes people who are very goal-focused just recognize, well, that's why it's going to be part of, in your case, part of your schedule whatever time, 7 to 7.30, you're going to do it, and this is your time that's going to be very focused for doing just that. Okay, I'm on it. Nice. So uh, for the folks that are listening, you're a personal trainer, and you have a website that they go on to, and you're not basically the guy that stands next to you and says, go ahead, one more rep. Yeah, yeah. You're a guy that, what, puts the program together. I like to put the program together for people. I mean, when, I've, when I have trained people, yeah, I'm the guy who's one more rep when I'm doing that, but I, what I – have been doing a lot now that you can get on the website is I do customized programs for people. So they, I'll do a little interview with them, find out where they like to work out, what kind of equipment they've got available to them, what are their limitations, what their goals are, and I'll put together a three- or four-day workout program for them that they can do for six to eight weeks, and then they call and get a new program upgraded. It's getting a trainer's price without, I mean, a trainer's advice without paying a trainer's price. There we go. It's a good thing. And nowadays, things are tight. You know, you don't need them. You don't need you know, somebody standing over you. Yeah. Uh, no, to do most it. people know what to do. Yeah. The thing is to well, do it. they've got equipment. Yeah. And, and if you need it, if you're local and you needed Tim to jump in and, and do the one more rep, he's willing to do it. But then they got to pay. Right. I mean, you, you, you certainly, pay, you don't, you can go to the gym with a buddy and, and have a spotter or whatever. You don't need to pay someone to do that part. That's right. The, that actually is the easy part. The knowledge is the difficult part. They need a plan. You need a plan. So here's the piece of paper. I'm supposed to do three reps. This is the one I'm supposed to do. This is the thing. Yeah. And there it is. So they go on to fittrue.com. Yep, right there under customized programs. Shoot me a quick email, and we'll connect and, and make it happen. And it doesn't matter where they are. It doesn't matter be- where they are. I've sent, I just sent one out last week to California. Okay. I've got friends out in Washington State I sent some to. Uh, actually, yeah, I've been, so I've been all over the country. That's part of what got me doing the website. Love it. And you, and you stay in touch with them through emails, through, through a phone emails, call or whatever? Through phone calls, yeah. however they need help. I'm okay. there. It, it's a global thing now, and uh, the way the internet works and things like that, um, you, you can handle anybody from anywhere. So That's the, right. So the, the whole world is yours at this point. Yep. Okay, beautiful. Um, I don't know what else to say other than uh, I'm going to start doing a little exercise and see what happens and hopefully not turn into uh, a, uh, a loser for you. I want to be a success. No. Nope. Actually, people should look forward to Tim and I. Just He's one of my social media students now, and we are starting a YouTube program where we're going to be doing some exercises and filming some videos and kind of having some fun with it. So look forward to seeing yeah, that. Really if you're looking excited. for a before picture, I'm available <laughs> at any time for anybody. I'm certainly the before picture. Uh so uh, 
you're going to end up filming uh, videos of him showing the proper way of doing the exercise? Proper way, yeah. you know, kind of having fun. We started learning. Te- I started teaching him how to do the editing of the videos and stuff and, uh, you know, what to do, where to film, how to film. We're going to do some stuff together. Yep. It's going to be good. Keep it short and nice. sweet. Keep it short and sweet. And uh, earlier we were talking to the guys from the Cigar Think Tank, and they were talking about um, the apps and things they're working with. Do you want to say anything about or? Yeah, I also want to do a second the, uh, his statement that it's awful hard uh, yeah. because I've been working on an app uh, in part by your encouragement from this Fit True Nutrition program that I have. And uh, it's just there's a lot of research and a lot of background work that you've got to do uh, and just learning that whole end of the industry. Yeah. It, it just isn't easy. Uh, uh, to kind of do it, but there's going to be an app coming out hopefully, uh, pretty soon. Yes, uh, which, is, is which, awesome. is, which is going to be you know basically an accountability sort of an app where uh, people will be getting notified that hey, did, have you had your third meal today? Have you had your fourth meal today? Is it going to be like yeah. hey, fatty, you haven't eaten? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I suppose if you want to uh, input that information Protein. so that you can uh, all right, so uh, you can pick call what yourself it says to you. Yeah, if you wanted to call you. Uh, Telephone tough guy. Telephone yeah. tough yeah. guy. They can yeah. call you that. That's just what I would have picked, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's just what I would have picked. So you're not going to quit on me. You're going to get this thing I going. I never quit on you. Okay, and I'm not going to. I'm going to do the same. So anyway, I'm uh, impressed. I'm impressed that he's not quitting. That's, he's not quitting. No, that you're not quitting. Oh. Right? Dave never quits. So you, oh, the good. fact that you convinced him <laughs> yeah. that this is the place that he needs to be directing. Well, his I'm energy. one of those guys who's too dense not to quit. So it's like you know, Tim, the game's over. Everyone's gone home. Oh. I still have to pick this up, and then I have to put it down. <laughs> like, I do like to pick things up and put it down. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're going to take a break, and uh, this is Tim P.S. If you want to find him, it's fittrue.com, F-I-T-T-R-U-E.com. And uh, go on there and uh, lose some weight along with me, hopefully. So we'll see what goes on. Thanks for joining us, Tim. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We'll be right back with the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Flor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Flor de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Flor de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Flor de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Flor de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Flor de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Flor de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, 
a burning desire but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune, and it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more. But it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes, the Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars, the name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Okay, we're back with the Cigar Authority. You know, I uh, did Tim leave yet? No, he didn't quite leave yet. Uh, Fat Tuesday was this past Tuesday, and uh, I got to admit, I was a little bad on Fat Tuesday because it's the last chance you have. Uh, it was named after me. You know, it's a holiday <laughs> named after me. So I, I did go a little off the uh, beaten path on that day, but for the most part, really, truly, uh, I've been very, very good for myself and just hasn't been happening, but we're going to add exercise, and uh, I'm going to add a cigar holder to my treadmill, I think. 
that's going to be the nice. way to go. Beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, what do we got going on? We're smoking the Jesus Fuego Sangri de Toro, a new cigar coming out by Jesus Fuego. Um, it is not all that strong at all. I expected a very strong cigar. Which, which no bucket needed. Uh, no it? bucket needed. I, no. I, I agree with you, Dave. It's, uh, I, first couple it? of draws were strong for me. I won't lie to you. They, yeah. were, they were a little intense, a little heavy. Uh, but now, from where I am now, about halfway through, very pleasant. Yeah. Um, not too strong, not too soft. Yeah, I got a little cinnamon, a little zip, cinnamon zip to it. You're going to love this one. You got something? I got something. Okay. It's uh, Cool Ranch Corn Chips. Ooh. There's a flavor compound like in that, in that ranch mixture that's on the chip. So if you just lick the chip, getting a little bit of that. Yeah. I could say a little salt. A little salt <laughs> so, that would be on a corn chip. A little salt. Cool Ranch. It's the Doritos See, specifically. Cool Ranch is almost like mayonnaise to me. I don't eat that either. It has a mayonnaise feel or look to it, so I don't touch it. So I don't know what sour, that is. Sour cream, really. Yeah, I don't yeah. do that. I don't do that either. It's a bummer. I'm worse against mayonnaise than even you are, I would say. I don't think that's possible. Dave, it is. I, I won't. I, Sorry, Jonathan, go ahead. Your show. If, uh, if <laughs> it is not his show. It is not his show, and he has just brought himself in here. He changes the labels, and I want it to be known that it is not his show, and, and you're starting to believe it. If he says it enough, it's true. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. right. <laughs> it's brain programming. Uh, it's you're brainwashing us, aren't you? You're doing a good it's job. It's your show, Jonathan. Go ahead. Yeah. Nope, I forgot what I was going to say. Go ahead, it was a lie anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> earlier in the show, we had teased... Alzheimer's and cigars perhaps being a cure. Yes. So I'd love to find out what's behind this. All right. Do you have any information? Okay. This company, Star Scientific, uh, they're developing a cigar prescription. They're calling it a CIG-RX. It's a nicotine-based compound that could actually help reduce brain inflammation uh, and fighting the disease for Alzheimer's. Um, But instead of taking the drug... You should start smoking cigars right away. That's what my thought is. Yes. Um, doesn't say that in there, but well, it I'll, should. I'll tell you this. My grandmother actually uh, had Alzheimer's so bad, I believe, and please don't quote me on this, I believe Alzheimer's contributed to her death um, not too long ago, four years ago, I think. Uh, and my grandfather smoked cigars like they're going out of style, and his brain at 92, 93, is as sharp as a tack. Yes, it is. I've met him before, and uh, he's, still, he's awesome. He still takes apart, and he's, he's an old-school mechanic. He still takes apart the new cars and can put them back together, and it doesn't mess with the computer or any of that stuff. His, cool. he, he had a Honda Civic when I was growing up, and he stopped at a stoplight, and I thought he shut the car off. It was running so smooth. Wow. And he would, he would fix his car. It wasn't even broken. He would just, you know, yeah, always cool. has been shot That's like that they, and still does it. So I wonder if they could do a test and look at all the patients that they have right. that have that disease and, you know, what percentage of those people are cigar smokers divided by the amount of percentage that it, you know, one out of a thousand smokes cigars or whatever the number is huh. and come out with, with, with something like that because wouldn't that be something that uh, – there's all kinds of tests being done on smoking, and, and uh, what they try to do is find the negative thing about it and what's, what's been popping up. And I know from some white papers I've seen already that good news has happened for us uh, cigar smokers. Uh, yeah, you have I, to separate that, and, and it, we have to be diligent about making sure when we say smoking, we do not mean cigarettes. Right, right. We do not mean pipe tobacco, and we're not talking about flavored cigars either. We're talking about premium 
hand-rolled cigars, which is yeah, what, just 5% pure, of the market, if that? Not even. Wow. Not even. Very, very small percent. There's, all, there's less than 300 million cigars produced for the U.S. market a year. That's one wow. per person. Okay, so it's less than one per person, um, and that's niche. One out of a, it's very niche. It's a very niche industry, and um, our belief of what I've read and what I've studied is having a couple of cigars a day actually extends the life expectancy of a person. Extends the life expectancy. I'll say that again, because just like a couple of glasses of wine, mm-hmm. if you drink a couple of bottles of wine, you're an alcoholic. It's not good. So just like anything else, it's, it's having a little bit of something. Absolutely. You know, if you, if you drink too much water, you drown. If you uh, run 30 miles a day, you're going to blow out your, your body and your knees. And, you know, too much exercise is bad. Too much anything, it's too much food is bad. Not enough food, you die from hunger. No, not enough, uh, right. you know, so you've got to find the, the thing. And the majority of cigar smokers, and I've been in the business for 26 years, smoke one to two cigars a day. That, that, that is actually a pretty good cigar smoker. That's a good customer. You know, there's a lot of weekend cigar customers that only smoke on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So the people that smoke in moderation, one or two cigars a day, um, what, I, what I've read uh, scientifically, not uh, through the um, cigar boards and things like that, this is scientific evidence that uh, a couple of cigars a day extend Absolutely. the life. It relaxes you, puts you in a different thing. So. Star Scientific isolated a compound from nicotine, and it's called anabatine. And what it does is it lowers the inflammation on brain tissue uh, more so than actually the very highly touted Lipitor drug that's already on the market. So hmm. right now they're running into some uh, marketing problems. They, they had a very, very poor, misleading press release, and so they kind of got themselves into a little bit of legal trouble. But hopefully they can uh, work that out and get this product out on the market. Good, good. Hey, you know, uh, we have been uh, doing this for almost a year. We have. And uh, What's the anniversary date? April something. April. I want to say that we did it like April 4th last year, but I would have to go back and check. All right, we're going to look at that. And, uh, we'll Although get... I don't know, do we count, is it, is it, does it count the anniversary of the pilot show, or will we count yeah. the first live show? Well, we'll look at that too. But I think we're going to have to do something special. Yeah, man. So we'll do a, um, a live show at, um, and I think the most open store to be able to pull this off is at Two Guys in Nashua, New Hampshire. And whatever that is, we'll announce it next week. We'll have a little party at it. And uh, we'll give everybody a cigar, maybe a Cigar Authority hat or something. You come down, watch the show, and uh, maybe we'll bring in some uh, old guests and have a good time. And it'll be uh, one year in. And it's, it's a milestone. It's a beginning. I think, uh, you know, we started off slow. It was a slowly build up, But uh, like you said, people are people really slow. I mean, six weeks in, we were being pursued by the radio. So I, <laughs> yeah. don't, know. I don't know a lot I like- of shows that do that. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's going good. For, for you know, again, we're a very, very niche show, and I don't want it to seem. Uh, if, if you, I told you the story of um, the dry cleaner. The dry cleaner says, "Oh, yeah. you're the guy from uh, the Cigar Authority Radio Show." And I said, "Yeah," and uh, gave him my stuff, and uh, I said, "You listen to it," and he says, "Yeah, you know, I'm driving out." Uh, doing the deliveries and stuff like that. He says, I catch it every Saturday. Uh, he says, I enjoy it very much. I said, hold on. I went to the car. I brought out a couple cigars, and I said, yeah, have a couple cigars. He says, I don't smoke cigars. And I said, you don't smoke cigars, and you listen to the show. He says, I find it very entertaining. He says, yeah, yeah I don't smoke cigars. Thank you anyway. He didn't take the cigars from me. 
And uh, the, chiro- the, show. the chiropractor in my networking group listens to AM 900 because yep. he's into sports. The game, And yep. uh, when he's driving around on Saturdays, it was already on his radio. Now, I talk about being on the show all the time. And so you would think he would know about it from then. And he apparently doesn't listen when I give my 60-second commercial because he, say, he came up to me and said, hey, uh, I, I think I heard you on the radio. Huh. I'm like, you, you think you heard me on the radio? You definitely did. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm on the show, and I talk about it every week, but we'll talk about that another time. I hope he's smoking cigars. You want to extend that life, right? Well, he, he doesn't, he's not a cigar smoker yet, but I'm hoping to turn him. That would be great if we could get a chiropractor and uh, turned over. Jeez, I and I, I don't know how much I believe in chiropractors. It actually feels good after I have it done, but there's, there's some things to be said about chiropractors, too. Not to rip it apart, but maybe he can tell us differently. It'd be nice to have a chiropractor on. All right. I'll so, hit him up. So let's do that. Um, Tegucigalpa, Honduras, which is the armpit of the world. I don't know if you've ever been to Tegucigalpa, Honduras. Most of you have not. No. I have been there too many times. Not too. only have I not been, yeah. I will never go there. Well, I have been there, I would say, at least a half a dozen times. Um, wow. And it is the armpit of the world is a good description. It actually isn't in the, Tegucigalpa isn't the middle of nowhere, but you can actually see it from there. <laughs> well, lighting up a cigarette or a cigar at home can bring a visit to the Honduran police if a family member or even a visitor what? complains about secondhand smoke. In your own house? In your own house, is that harming anyone? The answer is no, and we can get into a long debate about that. The answer is no, but... We actually wouldn't be debating because we agree. (laughs) This is the worst... Talk about a country that's in trouble, that has, you know, it's very, very unsafe. They, they, they capture people, they behead people. It's the craziest Wild West you ever saw, and here's what they... They're saying that uh, they will... Bring the police if, if, if you're smoking in your own house. Police, you've got to be kidding me. There are no police, and, and they're corrupt if there are police. There's, right. there's tolls on the road with police burning tires looking for a handout when you go by. This is the most ridiculous thing I ever saw. Allowing people to complain about secondhand smoke in their homes verbally is a first offense. There's no proof and there's no judge. There's no nothing. That's the first offense right there. Just somebody's word. This has already happened. And if you, after the first time, you will, on the second time, you will be arrested and you will be fined $311. What an odd number, but $311, which coincidentally is the equivalent of a monthly minimum wage in a Central American country. These people make $311 a month. The country is, is completely being destroyed, not only through the police and the government that they have there, but also that um, landslide, mudslides, because of, uh, they, they tear the trees down for firewood and they're never replaced. And the, and, and the mountain areas are just, when there's rain, just getting flooded down. The, tr- the trouble that this country has, it's amazing. And this is where the attention is going, and anti-smoking. Wow. And... They say at the same on the same breath that this law may not work. Really? You think? Really? They even come out and say it. Um, but they use it as a way to educate people by complaints. This is the most ridiculous thing ever. I think it's bad in this country. And then I see a, a place. Well, another thing is 
I, I would imagine about 30% of their income from Honduras is coming from tobacco-growing regions of that country. They grow tobacco. That's what they do. Tobacco, rice, sugarcane. So even in their own country, they're, they're saying, don't do this. If, if this ever spreads out to other countries and stuff, it's over. It's, it's, a, it's a wasteland to begin with, but here, here's where they're going. And, um, folks, I want to say once again, there has been no proof ever, anywhere, that secondhand smoke has ever harmed anyone. There is no scientific proof. You hear these stories of secondhand smoke and stuff. I know this is a, a show uh, about smoking and stuff, but this scientific evidence is scientific evidence. We're talking cigars, right? Or anything. Secondhand uh, smoke in general. Secondhand smoke. Okay, thank you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's way worse. If you walked into a place that perms hair, that does fingernails, that goes, that sells candles, for instance, that has hundreds yeah. and thousands of chemicals that make that smell. When you, when you smell a strawberry candle, that isn't strawberries that are put in there. Those are chemicals that are burning, that you're inhaling and, and taking into your lungs, into your body. I just discovered that from you guys, by the way. I never knew that. I haven't burned a candle in the house since then. My wife used to love burning candles. I told her that information. We haven't lit one since. We never will. You know, That's uh, important information. And I, and I tell my wife, I walk in the candles burning, and I point at the candles. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. She laughs at me. She knows I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you like it? You know what? You like it? You like it. And that's it. And I have no problem. If that's what you want to do, burn it. Do whatever you want. You choose your own way of uh, well, what you want to do for life. But Honduras, of all places, the, the <laughs> world is coming to an end, folks. At least... At least in the United States, you would never be fined for smoking in your own home. Not true. Really? Not true. Okay. Chuck, do you like how I helped him segue there? This was a good... This, this he, was, he was going to go on in what we call ad nauseum. He was going to go on forever about that. So I, I segued for him. This is the kind of show this is. You know, we're very <laughs> unprofessional people, and they have to te- teach us that this is a segue, and this is how we'll move into it. Hey, I sell cigars. This David. is it. Man... To pay $2,000 fine if caught smoking cigars in his apartment. When apartment tenant Harry Lyson wouldn't give up his cigar smoking in his apartment in New York, Upper East Side, his neighbor initiated a lawsuit against him. Russell Poses, who is a poser, filed a formal lawsuit against his neighbor in the sum of $2 million dollars when the claim that his family could no longer take the smell of his smoke carried throughout his apartment. Although Pose's family wasn't awarded $2 million, the judge decided the family was entitled to $2,000 instead. Each time they believe that they could smell the cigar from their apartment. Just believe. Again, there's, there's no judge, there's nobody determining this. The person that, that smells it is determining that, okay, I smelled it. i got to imagine before the guy even lights up, they're going to say $2,000. I smell it. I smell it. I smell it. Because it's too tight to ching. Smell it again. Hope I smell it again. Hope I smell it again. More money. More money. This is a, this is a true wow. fact here. Um, That's dangerous, li- man. Now, when the guy doesn't pay, because they're assuming he's going to say, Screw you, I'm not paying. Take me to court or whatever you want to do. A $1,500 fee will be tacked on the ordered payment for each occurrence that he's 15 days late. So 15 days. 15 days late. 
he gets a basically, what is that, 75% uh, fee, that's, 75%. That's jail time for any, <laughs> any kind of credit agency out there. That would be jail time. Jail time. So this is uh, as bad as Honduras is. This is New York. And, folks, again, I know we have people out there that, that aren't cigar smokers that are listening to the show. You can't let this happen even if you don't enjoy the product that we enjoy because I promise you they're going to get you on a product that you enjoy someday. If you end up letting this happen, it's going to come after you someday. Don't let it happen because it's nothing but trouble. It's, it's ridiculous. And not only is it ridiculous, I think that these people that take this stuff to court, they should have to pay for wasting the time of the court, which costs us taxpayers money every time they do that. Things are getting crazy. It's nuts, man. Like you said, that just goes down a dangerous road. We have a lot of problems in this country. As, not as many as Honduras does, but we got a lot of problems in this country, and that ain't one of them. And those two ridiculous really? cigar-smoking stories were brought to you by Mr. Jonathan's May 28th Booze Cruise, Ooh. where you are allowed to smoke cigars on the boat. On the deck or on the boat? You are allowed to smoke anywhere on the boat except in the actual galley where they're serving food-type stuff, whatever. So, What if it rains? Uh, then the boat party is postponed oh, okay. to another weekend and okay. so there's, no, uh, there's when it, no problem there. When is it, Jonathan? May 28th. The boat is sailing from 7 to 10. We board the boat about 6.30. Memorial uh, Day weekend. It's Memorial Day nice. weekend. Which day of the week? Saturday? Yep. Wow, Saturday Memorial Day weekend. And I'll tell you, this will be boat cruise number 9. By the end of the summer I'll be up to 11 and this already, the buzz on this on Facebook is already incredible. Nice. I, I literally, I, I just put that I was thinking about setting the date, and I sold 26 tickets. Awesome. They so didn't even know what the date was. Dude, this is, now what is this event? Tell, me, tell us about this. I, I, what, I, what it started off with, I, I was partnering with another DJ, and we both had always wanted to throw a party on a boat. We've been on boat parties before. They're awesome. There's no, for a, from a DJ standpoint, there's no place you can go. Uh, it's a captive audience, 100%. You can't, you can't even leave the dance floor. It's a boat. The, you, I am the boat, cool. as far as they're concerned. So... Uh, you get on, and the theme of the party that seems to be working is I, I play a lot of 90s music. So I, you know, I start the night off with some 80s stuff and maybe mix in some top 40, but by the end of the night, we are rocking out like it's... 1999. Like it's 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to I avoid that, that cheesy reference, but... That's uh, sick, man. Yeah, it's, it's, always, it's always a good time. And typically, uh, I bring cigars with me, and people that are into smoking, I give them cigars. Uh, in fact, one of the parties, Boats and Hose... Uh, Dave actually sponsored and gave a cigar to everybody on board. That's cool. Which they were all pumped about. Boats and hoes. Boats and so hose. how do we get tickets? Uh, you get tickets. You can uh, email me at uh, mrjonathanismydj.com. Literally anything at mrjonathanismydj.com. Okay. Put your own name. Put my name. Put info. It doesn't matter. It'll all get to me. Dirty words. Anyway. Dirty words. Hey, whatever. Um, get creative. Please get creative. <laughs> uh, you can also call me, 603-475-1391. How much are tickets? Tickets are $20. 20 I, bucks. I went down this year in price. Uh, they were 25 for every other party. Boats and Hose was actually 30 So you said go in the galley where the food is, so there's food? Uh, there's, like, munchy stuff downstairs. Um, included? Yeah, whatever. It's all included. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. How many people are you going to get on? 150 Nice. That's a freebie, man. Yeah, it's awesome. 20 bucks. It really is awesome. I have, I have people that I haven't seen in years that are like, they, they're coming up for the boat party. You know, one, one friend from uh, Colorado comes up every year 
and she brings her friends and meets up. I knew her from high school. And cool. She sets up a group and pays me for 10 tickets in advance and brings her friends. It's good. That's so what awesome. do you play for music? I play everything, although you weren't listening when I just went through the whole thing. But uh, usually 80s, 90s is the majority of it, and then uh, we throw in some top 40, whatever people want to hear. Do you party like it's 1999? <laughs> That's you hear, a good one. Did That's you hear good, that part? That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's notorious for that. But requests, so, anything? Anything. Yeah. Anything. And you're the DJ. And I'm the DJ. And you'll be smoking a cigar yourself. I will. What yep. are the odds of a guest DJ by the name of David Garofalo coming nah. to spin? You know, he let me spin uh, when we did the... Uh, cigar dinner, c- yeah. Yeah, at um, Cigar Masters. He was know. a little rusty, but I learned a thing a or little two. A little rusty, my God. I don't know what you possibly learned, but anyway, after uh, maybe about 10 minutes or something, I figured out this is how it goes, because it's not really a record anymore. Yeah. It's, it's this fake thing. It but really it, is a record. It reacts exactly like a record. It's but it just, isn't a record. You don't have to change the record. It really isn't a record. It's not a record. Is but it all it re- digital? But it reacts like a record. Okay. But it is not a record. I, you're wrong again. But that's all right. <laughs> it, it actually is a record. I took the record off and I had him hold it and said, tell me the difference between this and any other record you've ever held. And he couldn't tell me the difference. Well, it's a record. It doesn't have music on it. It's, <laughs> it's not a record. You know, if I take it and put it on my turntable, it's not going to sound good. Well, it'll sound like this. Yeah. But it's That's pretty good. interesting what they did from way back when, how they make this work. And I know there's people out there that know how it works, but it's pretty amazing that it works it that way. So The uh, beautiful thing is, unlike David when he used to DJ, let's say David did a boat party back in the day, and he brings his 35 crates of records. Yeah. And at home, he still has 35 crates of records. Well, what if he forgot one crate that he needed, and someone's going to ask for a song? Would that never, never happens to me. I show up with every song. You know what would happen also on booze cruises would be that the record would skip. Doesn't happen with me. So I would actually tape a penny on the needle, on yep. top of the needle. Where's the record? I'll yes, up the needle. It's bad. It's, but but what, you do what, what you got to do? do. Yeah, you do what you got to do. I've actually been, it's been, um, there, there was one time where the wind was blowing enough to actually move the needle across the record. And so I had to go into safe mode wow. and DJ using the cheat keys on the laptop just until the wind died down or the boat turned. You know, I'm banging my elbow on the, the cabin going, spin the boat around. I need, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need another direction. And the captain's very good. There's been a couple of times one of my partners brought a guitarist for Boats and Hose, actually. He was, he was the closing act. So he took the, the whole spot, and the guitarist is playing over the beats that the DJ's playing. And it was awesome for two songs, but then it's three songs. Then it's, yeah, yeah. He gets yeah, the five it. songs. Now, I outsell everyone that I've ever partnered with three to one, four to one for tickets. So... Literally, everyone on the boat is coming up and complaining to me that they hate it. <laughs> so I went up to him and I'm like, listen, you played to the number of tickets that you sold already. Yeah. But I need you to be a man and step back and let me finish because or or you play what I have left over on my playlist yeah. because you are killing it right now and not in a good way. Yeah. And he agreed with me and he, he was gracious and he stepped back and I never heard in, from him again. No, we're still <laughs> friends. I went into the cabin and said to the captain, listen, I rent this boat every year and I will continue to rent it every year. But I need a favor. I need you to go 20 minutes longer because my customers are all mad. And I need the 20 minutes back that the DJ just wasted. Yeah. And so he was very gracious to me and stayed out another 20 minutes. And then after that, took his time docking the boat. So I ended up with 30 minutes extra. And people raved about the party afterwards. Wow. It was good. So 20 bucks. This is, a, this is an awesome, uh, awesome event for that kind of low money. Absolutely. That's awesome. Right, out of, uh, right off Plum Island. Okay. So what do you got going on, Chuck? Oh, with, uh, Making Mountains Move, man. Got yeah. some new uh, coaching clients I'm excited to work with, the yoga instructor up in Westlev, uh, New Hampshire. 
Um, actually a former DJ down in Halifax, Mass. So working with some one-on-one clients, getting them to pursue their passion, make some mountains move, and uh, monetize, their, uh, monetize their dream, man. And anybody out there wants to make their mountains move, how do they get in touch with you? Dude, making mountains move, baby. Makingmountainsmove.com. MakingMountainMove.com. <laughs> and, David, how about you, man? You just had March Madness. What else is coming up for the store? Any specials? Uh, any, uh... The big thing we got, and we're, we're planning it now, we have a graphic designer that's coming on board with us starting Monday, finally. We, we've been without a graphic designer for a few months. It's been awful. But uh, we're, we're putting the final touches on the two guys' 26th anniversary party, um, which is going to be September 21st. All the big names are coming. We got conf- confirmation from Carlos Fuente. Uh, George Padron, Nick Perdomo. I hate to even start the list because everybody's coming out. I'll, I'll leave somebody out, and I don't have it in front of me. But all the big names in the cigar industry are coming. We're giving away a 1936 Cadillac Fleetwood limousine. The thing is cherry. It's unbelievable. Wait till you see this thing. One of three, right? Three left in the country. They only made 900 of these. There's three left. 55,000 original miles on it. It's fantastic. We'll have uh, you know who else is going to be there? The end of April. Even more important than all those cigar celebrities, uh, the Cigar Authority. The cigar Authority. Featuring, most importantly, Mr. Jonathan. It is your show, so. Well, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, lots going on, and, uh, you know, I want to uh, let you know about next week. Next week, March 19th, we go live finally again, I hope. I we, hope, man. We, we haven't heard any difference. Uh, we're going live back at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. That's uh, exit one off Route 3, and we go on live at 12 noon. I want to invite anybody that wants to come down or actually listen on, um, what do we do, uh, Justin.tv. And uh, we will be joined by Paul Joyle from Joyle's Liquor in Rhode Island. Cool. Uh, he was up here for the, for the March Madness sale, and he was very impressed with what he saw. His liquor store is a giant liquor store. I've never been to it, but I hear so much good. Um, not only is it a giant liquor store, it has a huge cigar department in it. Uh, also, um, he owns his own boutique brand, Jay Grotto, that we smoked before. We'll smoke that with him. But the most interesting thing is he roasts his own coffee in the store. Cool. So he sent out some uh, roasted coffee, and he's going to teach us about roasted coffee next week. So we got that and a lot more going on. I want to remind everybody, spring ahead. We're moving the clocks ahead. That's spring right. is here. Uh, St. Patrick's Day this week and, um, and all that. And uh, rest in peace, Tom O'Hearn. Yeah. We're going to miss him, a good man. Um, so that's all I got to say. Thank you, everybody, for checking in the Cigar Authority this week, and we'll see you next week live, hopefully, on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Bye, everybody. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. 
Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. Hey, Sammy B here. Sammy B's Custom Carpentry. Foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can't do. I dare you. At Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself. So you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract. I'm committed to getting a job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references. 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's 603-553-2345. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. 